0: Welcome to the TaxSell Podcast, where tax sell investing is made easy. I'm Casey Dimon, a Cell veteran expert and trainer, author of the Taxel Playbook, founder of the Taxel Academy, and I'm your host right here on the TaxSell Podcast. Guys, thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. And as always, at the conclusion of this podcast, if you are looking to learn more about investing in tax-defaulted real estate, including tax liens and tax deeds, head on over to TaxSellAcademy.com. Again, that's TaxSellAcademy.com. All right, today I'm basically providing an expanded answer on one of the most common questions that I get, and of course, I suspect it's from beginners who had just heard about investing in tax defaulted real estate. And this is actually something I've discussed a number of times on YouTube and even you know here on uh, my podcast. But we're talking about budgets, but in this episode specifically, we're talking about small budget investing. Now, the word small could be very, very subjective. It means different stuff to you than it might to me. It might mean $100 to one person. It might mean $10,000 to somebody else. Right? It just varies on the person and, of course, even the area that they're investing in. So, Just to set the record straight, before I start, I want to address a few of the videos that I have on YouTube where I do provide examples of ridiculously cheap real estate that I've purchased over the years at tax sales. There's a video about a one-cent property that I purchased. There's a video about a $20 house that I purchased. And then there's a video and also a podcast episode about the best day of my tax life where I purchased multiple properties, all for less than $100. These are absolutely 100% verifiable transactions that do show up in public records as such, and there's no denying that. And I 100% did amazingly well with these specific transactions. But guys, do not ever expect to buy real estate this cheap at a tax auction because it just doesn't happen. It's very, very, very rare, and it probably won't happen in your lifetime. These transactions were the result of being in the right place at the right time, and were also the result of, at the time, more than a decade worth of attending hundreds, if not thousands of different auctions and watching billions of dollars worth of real estate auctioned off. That's billion with a B. It's not like I walked into these transactions at my very first auction. So just understand that. With that said, I do routinely buy properties for very little money. In fact, the majority of my purchases, even to this day, I consider properties that fit small budgets. Just because I've been in the game for so many years now doesn't mean that my objectives have really changed all that much. So the deals are absolutely out there. Okay, so you're starting with a small budget. What should you do? Where should you start? What do you need to think of? What do you need to do? So we're gonna address all that stuff in today's episode. I'm actually gonna lay out a five-step plan that will help you be able to turn your budget into eventually something much, much larger than what you might describe as small. The first one is to be realistic. Understand that a small budget limits your property selection. If you have $500, don't think that you're going to be able to go to your first auction and buy the nicest house at that auction. Understand that with a small budget, you'll likely be limited to vacant lots and or the homes in the poorest condition that nobody else wants to mess with. But that's perfectly fine. These types of properties can still bring huge returns. And I also want you to understand that however much you might have might not even be enough to get started in certain parts of the country. So be realistic with how much you have and your actual goals for utilizing that money. Number two, this brings us to our second point, exposure. And what I mean by this is to watch as many properties as possible get auctioned off. And we discussed this before, whether that's just in one area, maybe your hometown or it's in preferably multiple areas, the more properties that you see auctioned off, the higher the likelihood you'll be able to find something that's good and within your budget. Don't plan on attending just one or two auctions with very, very little money, a very small budget, and walking out and being able to triple your money on the first one or two auctions. Okay, The truth is it might take five, 10, or maybe 20 different auctions to get a piece of property that fits your budget and your objectives. And That brings us to number three, which, again, we've discussed before, patience. An impatient investor is an unsuccessful investor. The rushed investor makes mistakes. You must sit back and wait for the opportunity. And again, that might take 5, 10, 20 auctions, which could be months and months of research and waiting for the right opportunity to pop up. But that's okay because in the meantime, you should be using all this experience to learn off of and make yourself a more refined investor so you can make better decisions moving forward. And especially with a small budget, you guys, you don't wanna rush into an investment that might have issues. And guess what? That brings us to number four on our list. Small budgets mean small problems can become big ones. So let's say you have 500 bucks and you spend $400 on a piece of property. That leaves you with $100. But what if you have a problem that takes $1,000 or $1,500 to solve? Well, you're out of luck trying to fix it. A lot of beginners think that just because a piece of property is cheap means that it's going to be an easy transaction. And that's not the truth. Have you ever heard of the saying, don't put all of your eggs in one basket? Well, guess what, guys? When you start with a very small budget, that's exactly what you're going to do. And it's okay because you have to, I get it, you have to start somewhere, but the research you perform and the decisions that you make are so, so incredibly important to you when you're starting with a small budget. You likely have zero margins that will allow for screw-ups. The fact is, this can actually make you perform much better research than you would have otherwise it's kind of like a burn the boats type scenario. Once you buy that property, you are committed to that property if it's all your eggs in one basket. If it's your, you know, the bulk of your fairly small budget. And again, that's not necessarily a bad thing, but just understand that all this research, all this diligence that you do must be flawless. So understand everything you do, the research, the bidding, the property has huge implications when you're starting with a small budget. And that brings us to number 5, learn Learn what you're doing. Guys, you can get started in this business for very little money out of pocket. But in the end, if you do that, you can't make a single mistake. There is no learning by doing since a mistake means the end for you. And mistakes in this business, they usually aren't easily fixable, especially when you consider that many of the cheapest properties are cheap for a reason, like slivers of land, properties underwater, landlocked properties. You know, they have all sorts of issues if you don't pay attention and do the proper research. Guys, I highly suggest you take the time to train yourself on what you're doing in great detail before you invest a single dime of your money. The smaller your budget, the more important investing in training is because you don't have any buffers. You don't have any margins where you can just pay, and take care of problems. That money means a lot to you, and I completely understand that. Guys, listen to my podcast. Watch all my videos. I have close to like 500 videos on YouTube now. Join the academy. Learn what you're doing. You absolutely can't afford not to when you're starting with a small budget. So recapping, must be realistic. You must go to many, many auctions. Be patient. Understand the importance of your choices and learn most importantly. Again, guys, you can get into this business with a very small budget, but you must be careful in what you're doing in the early stages to make it work for you to make sure you don't make any mistakes and it'll allow your capital to grow. Guys, that's it for today's podcast. If you haven't done so yet, be sure to pick up your copy of my free book, Taxel Playbook, which you can get at taxsellacademy.com. The book itself is free. We just ask for your help covering the nominal shipping cost. And As always, guys, if you did find this episode helpful, be sure to leave us some positive feedback as it will mean the world to us. Have a wonderful day, guys, and make it a successful one.